When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt-Bernard, and Melissa Bernard. We will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. A couple of stories this hour, maybe, that are that have nice endings even. People doing the right thing. Do you see that cop that saved that guy's life on the wheelchair in the railroad tracks? No. It sounds dramatic. Ooh. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yes. I'll pass it along to you. It is unbelievable. We'll be right back uh, right after this. Hey, Tommy. Still got the cone of silence? Why are we whispering? Because at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan, we're having a secret sale. I have a question. If it's a secret, how do people find out about it? Yeah, I see your point. Missed it by that much. Okay, here's the deal. At Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we have our sign and drive, not one dime out of your pocket lease special on a new Rogue all-wheel drive or an Altima all-wheel drive. So it's a Walzer sign and drive, absolutely nothing out of pocket? Leave your checkbook, credit card, Venmo, PayPal, everything. Everything at home, zip. So what's the payment? That's the secret part. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or BurnsvilleNissan.com, type in KQRS in the search bar, and all shall be revealed. Seems like a lot of jacking around. Well, KQ listeners have been really good to us, so we thought this was a nice way to say thanks. Besides, winter's coming, and all-wheel drive will be really nice. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or Burnsville Nissan and type in KQ. I guess that's not so bad. Wow, high praise. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Back. Here we are. Welcome back to the Tom Bernard Show. Tom is uh, in a scroll hole over there. No, I'm, just looking, at, I'm <laughs> looking at the video of this train clipping this guy's leg. Oh. It's a good way to lose close. a leg. Okay, so yeah, remember how cops suck, disband the police. Cops are all horrible. Yes. Uh, a police officer in California had only seconds to save a man from an oncoming train after his wheelchair got stuck in the tracks. 
body can't. And by the way, his legs didn't work at all. Oh, so he's got major problems. Body cam from uh, Lodi police officer Erica Urea shows her arriving at the scene and running from her patrol car to help. Oh. She asked the man if he can get up, but with the train approaching fast, she pulled him from the wheelchair out of the train's path. It clipped his leg and ran over his wheelchair. <laughs> oh, my Christ. God. And this train is moving, by the way. This train's doing like 55 miles an hour. Oh, wow. It would have liquidated this guy. He would have turned to mist. Liquidated. Lovely. Liquefied, not liquidated. Oh, yeah. That's why say. this is not a child's mm-hmm. show. Yeah, yeah li- liquefied, <laughs> not liquidated. Yeah. He wouldn't have had any funds. Yes, left. he would have been taken <laughs> off the show. Everything must go. Everything. everything must go. I made my legs. <laughs> so, tip of the cap to uh, Lodi police officer Erica Urea. Where is Lodi? Yeah. Lodi is down by Bakersfield, I think, isn't it? Stuck in old California. Lodi again. It's in California, yes, but I think it's L O D I. L O D I. I think it's I think it's down by Bakersfield, but I'm not sure. Heard of Bakersfield, but not Lodi. Well, remember the uh, uh, what's it? Name? CCR had stuck in old Lodi again. Remember? Lodi is north of. Nope. It's <laughs> about twenty miles south of Sacramento. Oh, really? It's there. Okay. okay. There you have it. Stuck well, that, in old Lodi well, again. Was thank God down. for that. Good police officer. Isn't that a wonderful story to hear? I mean, yes. she got him out at, at the absolute last, the nanosecond, because it still clipped his leg a little bit. Thank God he couldn't feel so it. So how did, why was he on the tracks? He yeah, was crossing the tracks on his wheelchair, and somehow stuck. he got kind of turned it sideways. And didn't, oh. oh. Well, you know, yeah, I mean... Yeah. It can, how many times have we... Oh, God, with the stroller, the stroller in the Florida, those little, those wheels get in oh, all yeah. those little gaps. That's true, and yeah. it's just, yeah. You They're know. like the perfect width for a wheel. Yeah, they are not good for wheel crossings. No, they're not. not yeah. A lot of people fall down on them on their bikes out going over railroad tracks mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't have like little rampy ramps. I suppose they, they really know. can't, so that trains have to go through sure it. Sure, you can. Yeah. Somehow. The train, train needs to go through it. Yeah. So. Yeah, nope. you think that they could maybe fill in some gaps with something yeah. just for a little crosswalk? I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm trying to figure figure out who this Lisa is because there was a guy that made a comment on that train, the guy that almost got hit by the train. Um, Ray Giesbrecht responds, Lisa would have interviewed the train and asked why it didn't stop. (laughs) Oh, my God. Guessing that's a local news person. Must be a local news person you think in town. Yeah, probably. Why did you not stop? Hopefully he doesn't sue for a new wheelchair. Wait a minute. we got I got to find out who Lisa is because there's another reference from Carl Baskey. The train has no chance if Lisa was in the wheelchair. Who's Lisa? Because the cop's name is Erica. Who's Lisa? But it doesn't say who Lisa is. I wonder if she commented down the line and everybody's just all over her oh, ass. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think that's what it is? Yeah. That's definitely what it is. Yeah, it's probably, <laughs> I would never cross the railroad track in a wheelchair. It was his fault. What an idiot. It's yeah. your fault, man. Yeah. And people love to bash people for saying something stupid oh, on yes. Facebook or yeah. anything. That's the only part of it I ever liked. But anyway, no, that's not true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, so so I, seriously, there is a video of it. You need to see the video. It is pretty amazing. This guy got so close to being smoked, it was wow, unbelievable. Well, thank God. Isn't that just wonderful? Can you imagine being, I mean, how helpless would you feel? That would be so oh my the God. worst. Yeah, that would be pretty bad. I know. I went to, when I danced, a gal that went to my studio and one of the teachers, she has three girls. She used to have four. And they're... 
car. They had a van somehow. There was like a car accident on the railroad tracks in Elk River. The car started on fire. She had to take the twins mm. out of the car and only was able to save one of them. Because Sophie's of, Choice kind of situation. There was, yeah, like some sort of horrible, yeah. Mm. And one of them died. Oh. I'm like, railroad tracks are terrifying. I don't even know what really happened, but I know that their van was on fire and it had something to do with the railroad tracks. Wow. I don't know. And yeah, God. she had to go back and rescue her children and then one of them didn't live. Oh. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. What? How could you even? Down, down in Florida, every <clears throat> single day, there is somebody that gets in a car accident on the railroad tracks. Yeah, somehow. for real. Yeah. It's like people just will not stop and wait for a train. They just mm-hmm. like, they try to rush under the gates, they get stuck in between them. Sometimes they get hit by the train because the train can't stop because you made such a stupid ass decision. Yeah. What? Just stay off the tracks, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is an interesting uh, story I just found. I talked to Mike Lindell. Did you talk to Don yesterday? I did or, not. Or today? Oh, you sent her a text message or something. I did not. Oh, because I'm, I'm talking about the, the pillows they're <laughs> sending over. I did not. Well, she said you got you ordered seven of them, and I said I think you wanted eight. I didn't order anything. Okay, well then she's well, she is nuts. I mean, you, you said that Don. you talked to Don. I did. I talked to her this morning, <clears throat> but I talked to her about this as well because this just popped up. And Mike and I are very good friends because I will tell you something: <laughs> you can criticize Mike Lindell all you want, but nobody helps people who need help more than Mike Lindell. Almost everyone he's ever hired has had either a drug problem, an alcohol problem, had major, been in prison, whatever it is. The man helps people. That's what he does. Well, now they're after him again. You've heard of hydroxychloroquine. Now another unproven coronavirus remedy is generating headlines. Oleandrin, the extract of the oleander plant, a report by Jonathan Swan of Axios says that a strong ally of the president, MyPillow founder Mike Lindell, arranged an Oval Office meeting between Trump and an exec with a company called Phoenix, which makes the extract. He was enthusiastic. Lyndon tells CNN of Trump. Is Lyndon the same as Lindell? Perhaps. Okay. He was enthusiastic, as he is on everything that's going to help people. HUD Secretary Ben Carson, a retired neurosurgeon, is another advocate. According to both outlets, the Axios report says Trump has expressed enthusiasm for the FDA to greenlight the drug as a treatment or at least a dietary supplement, though the president himself didn't seem overly familiar with the subject. Well, he just was told about it yesterday. He's the president. He's not a doctor. I thought Oleander was toxic. Oleander? I don't know. Well, Maybe all it's I toxic, is, toxic to COVID. Oleandrin is toxic, yes. It is. So how would they use it for a remedy for for COVID? Probably in extremely small doses. Well, that's a possibility. A that lot of a things are toxic if you take just yeah. a little more than you're supposed to. Yeah, that, that's very, very true. <clears throat> but I just want to see. I have not looked at the comments yet, but uh, I'm going to have Mike Lindell, as a matter of fact, is going to be on, the, on this show and on the KQ show tomorrow to talk about this, because as I said, I've watched Mike Lindell help so many people. Uh, it's a pleasure to have him on. He's just, he he tries to help everybody he possibly can. And I mean, if the guy has beliefs that you don't like, too bad. So what? Guy You're believes, allowed to believe in whatever you want to believe in. Yeah, he's not trying right? to get anybody killed, I don't think, is he? Unless it's like hating people and hurting people. I think the only thing he's, that, that people find, that some people find touchy is that, uh, about, I don't think he's an advocate of gay marriage, which, I don't know, does that really, 
you're going to get married. What do you care what Mike Lindell thinks of your marriage? Yeah, right. for real. I mean, it's ridiculous. If he doesn't like gay marriage, so what? Hey, you know what? There are well, plenty of I people mean, in Catherine's family who didn't like her marriage to me. So, yeah. No. <clears throat> oh, gosh. She didn't even deny it. It just is hurtful that. to be like, you're wrong and offensive and you're... Sexual orientation you mean like I've is heard in my entire evil. career that I'm wrong and horrible. But is he yeah. is he actively? Yeah. Does he say that, going yeah. out and doing yeah, that? That's, that's the different. difference. Yeah. He yeah, might say I don't that. believe that it might that it is right, but yeah. he's not going yeah, around bashing yeah. people. Right. For I maybe hope. Is. I've never seen him. I do guess it. that's true. I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen him do it. So if he is, he's done it without my knowledge. I will guarantee. Well, you most that, religious but. people are not for gay marriage. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. It's changing a lot, though. Yeah, it is changing a lot. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The Episcopalian Mm. generation has arisen, and all of them Mm -hmm. are practically gay, so it doesn't really matter anymore. uh, Episcopalians are? Yeah. There are a lot of gay Episcopalians. I didn't know that. Yeah. How did you know that? Because I have a lot of friends that are gay and and are also believers, and... They go to Episcopalian churches so because they, they accept them. Because they accept them. Well, so, okay, good. Well, yeah. see, that's good news. Then. Yeah. I mean, for a church, like, right? not to say all of them are gay. I'm just no, saying, like, no, I know. they accept a lot of, yeah. I mean, they accept that. And actually, you can actually be a, a priest as well. There you go. Episcopalian. A few comments before we break for the next segment. Uh, Johnny Yu says, I was totally skeptical, but when I read My Pillows guy was involved, I was lit. I knew it was legit. Mm. Matt says, Newser refuses to report on Belarus. What? What does that mean? The explosion. Oh, the explosion, the explosion maybe? Yeah. But why, what do you mean they refused to report on it? It was all over Newser, wasn't it? Was it? I thought so. I don't know. I don't read well, every, maybe not. every site. I can't. Aaron, I'm going to double down on, I'm, I'm going to keep doubling down on hand washing and whatnot, getting sun for my vitamin D levels, eating good, exercise, you know, that basic hygiene and immune strengthening regimen. Because outside that, it's a lot of misinformation all over the place. All the snake oil salesmen can spot an easy mark. Uh, you'd better be off with bleach. You'd be better off with bleach, Lysol, and lit tanning bed bulb up your poop chute. Hmm. People have lost their. They, they can't be on digital, can no, they? No, they can't. They just can't. No, shove a light bulb up your ass. Okay, well that's. Thank you. You're very, very helpful. Maybe I will. Maybe. <laughs> Whether it's in your business or not. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, this is a tough time for businesses not only in the Twin Cities but all over right now. Can you tell me a little bit about what North American Banking Company is doing for your customers? Tommy at the bank, we're helping businesses with all of our tools at our disposal. Lenders are working as long as it takes with our customers to help them through these tough times. We've processed well over 300 loans for customers and funded over $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. Through our payment deferment program, our current customers were able to skip one, two, or even four payments with no penalty. Finally, being a locally owned and operated bank, we're able to move quickly and take action for our customers when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker? God, I can't tell you how great (laughs) it is working with Billski. Did you record that, Andy? Could you send that to me? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. 
I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. It's fine. All right. I just want to make sure they're not advertising either. Anyway, did you see that uh, these these reports that are coming about the mass exodus from New York City? Yes. Oh, yeah. Everybody's moving back to where they were raised. <laughs> They're all moving out. Michael Harnani. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was talking to Michael about that the other day, and he said, yeah, people are just, they left the city, and they're like, there's no reason to go back because most of his friends are dancers. And right. Like, there is no performance <clears throat> art, so we yeah. may as well just have a, have a baby now. And he's like, like yeah. I didn't have one. And he's <laughs> like, and it's so expensive, and it's just so busy, and there's so, yeah. Right. Yeah. New York like, is in major crazy. trouble. Yeah. They are in major trouble. I think that, um, I, well, over a million people have left. And they uh, really. I was seeing oh, yeah. the um, the stats are coming from moving companies, and there it used mm. to be people moved one to two to maybe five miles away. <coughs> now it's twenty to thirty yep. to forty to yep. across the country. Okay. Yeah. So people are, those are com- so when they, if you're moving forty mm. miles away, you're probably not just popping on back. Yeah. People right. are finally realizing that crime and plague aren't worth the ability to go to a taco truck at two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much it. How well, about the big gay truck? Yeah, big gay real. ice cream. Oh, big, truck. big gay <laughs> ice cream. Totally <laughs> worth it. Was phenomenal. Well, I know really that's, great. that's the thing. I mean, you know, New York has had, has so many positive things about that city. Yeah. And it was at one time and has it's gone through it's gone through these stages before. It's been great, it's been horrible, it's been great, it's been horrible. Now they have a garbage strike again. Of course but you and I got oh, lucky. Ugh. You and I got so lucky because of the five years we lived there, eighty it was great eighty-two there. through eighty-six, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Very little crime. God, it was no crime at all. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. There's no no question about it. When I lived there, I mean, I was only there for a little no, bit. No, that was nice. It was too. very nice. Yeah, yeah I never definitely. had any, Mm-mm. except for cat callers that I always screamed at. You always yelled back <laughs> at them exactly. Um, I cannot believe this either. Getting back to digital for just one brief second. No, this oh this is disgusting. It really is disgusting. Oh boy. Uh, there, there's a uh, a black guy. He's a bishop, apparently a bishop or what I don't know, but he's also a. Uh, a member of the NAACP. When Robert Trump's death was reported, he tweeted out, hashtag wrong Trump. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he did. So basically, <gasps> so mom's not listening to the show. She's too busy on her phone down there. What are you doing? Seeing my dad's ETA. Oh, it's 317. Like 7,000 no, thought that he. I, thought that I think he, she might be worried. I thought he, I thought he <laughs> texted me again. Because I didn't know exactly when they were. I think mom's concerned. I think grandpa's traveling. I I think she has butterflies. She's very excited. She is very exciting. What is very exciting? Well, it's a lot of it's nerve wracking too because it's like he's never seen the place he's moving into. Right? No, I understand yeah. that. Mm-hmm. What if he yeah. hates it? What if they're? I mean, everybody the one says it's because I'm the one that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh I my mean, god. It'll be great. I don't know. I think he. I think he's gonna think it's better than where he was. Oh god. Because yeah. it so, wouldn't be difficult yeah, to so. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except for the barbecue. It's not gonna joint. be. Very- <laughs> 
That was the only good thing. The, got, the we're barbecue joint. No, facility. we're talking about the no, actual facility. Know, but I'm just talking about the barbecue place. You can yeah. talk about the facility all you want. That's so true. We that barbecue place is see good. him until yeah. two weeks from today. Two weeks from today, yeah. Yes, he has to do a two-week quarantine starting yeah. today. For those of you that don't know, Mom's dad was moving from Arizona to Minnesota today. For the first time, we talked, about, we talked about it on the first hour. <clears throat> yeah, we That's did a little here. bit. Yeah, but it's like, um, it's extra exciting because Grandma died like right in the beginning of COVID, yeah. and he had, no one they had been go see him. Yeah, and they've been constant her. companions for like when they'd been years. apart for no longer than a few weeks at a time. Yeah, yeah, for like the past seventy years or whatever. Yeah. Well, but I mean, especially time. since, like, they moved to Arizona, they've been together. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. They'd only been apart for probably like an hour at a time to go yeah. to the eye doctor or something, you know? Yeah. And so she died right at the beginning of COVID, and then Grandpa's facility completely shut down. So she he did not die of COVID, anything. though, we should no, point no, out. No, she no, 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 did not, no. Um, but so, yeah, so it's like having a constant companion, and then she passes away, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm completely alone. In and this no very same see. apartment where she died, yeah. right? I'm yeah. telling you, if, politi- yeah. if politicians seriously have any soul whatsoever, right now they should be working very hard on figuring out if we ever have this or if this is going to continue on how to keep seniors from being so screwed over with well, this you better, stuff. Well, you better get a hold of the mayors then, because they're the, the governors are the ones who did that. It was not a federal thing. That was a state-by-state state governor choice. Andrew Cuomo was the one who stuck all those old people mm-hmm. and the sick people in the old folks' homes. He's blaming, he's blaming everybody else, of course. Of course he is. Of course he is, because that's Waltz what he does. And Waltz did it, too. Walls did it too. Yeah, it's very, very true. Yes, it's it's really, really, really sad. I mean, what I'd like to know is okay. So you have all of these furloughed healthcare workers, nurses and such. Why can't we give them like combat pay to go live in a right. facility for three weeks, work there, then they can go about their lives and and uh, quarantine and then come back in. You know, like yeah. just keep, keep rotating in and out because there's all these people that are out of work in the health field yeah they know what they're doing and they could be very helpful mm-hmm. and we could limit exposure and the and the people that live in you know a care facility could get out of their rooms and see people well, especially because care yeah. facilities are like usually the first job of anyone that goes into the health field yes that's true because it's like these are their medications this is their protocol just mm-hmm. follow it like mm-hmm. you don't have to be a brain surgeon to no. be able to just help somebody in a long-term care facility. Yes. So it's like it would be very easy for yeah, skilled, anybody skilled in the medical nursing, field. Skilled nursing comes into play when there's like a nursing home or transitional yeah. care or something like that. But yes. then there's already those people there. So if you're just th- talking about like just needing extra support and stuff, you don't need anybody that's like that's true. super major league. Yeah. There has to be some, some better way of doing this. Yeah. This is awful for these Well, you people. can be a PCA without any degree yeah well and then mm-hmm. and then also even with the funerals when people are dying it's like obviously you can have funerals they had how many public funerals and you're, you're telling somebody that they can't have a small funeral of 10 people that just doesn't make any sense right. either yeah yeah 
You have to be able to do something about this. This is Wait a minute. crazy. I have to leave early today. I just found something out. This is very important because I have to go listen to this interview. Oh, boy. So I have to leave early today because I am not going to miss an interview uh, of Joe Biden done by rapper Cardi B. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. This is what we're focusing on now, yeah. being interviewed by rappers. You know, I remember when Kennedy was interviewed by Paul McCartney. Well, he said all that ridiculous <laughs> like, stuff about black people, so now he's got to... Oh, he's got to make up for it. Yeah, well, he said, you're that, not black. That's what that's he's right. been... That's you ain't what black. He's, yeah. Cardi yeah. B just came out with, like, the most controversial song of all time. What so. was it? I... Not going to say the name. Can't even tell you the name, you can't Dad. even tell me the name? Does nope. Ho, does she O is, have something to do with it? Uh, no. No, not it's, O. It's... It, the most sexual song you'll ever hear in your life. The acronym life. is WAP, and the W stands for wet. You can. Oh. Yeah. Wet as pike? Yep, yep that's, that's what it. it is. Good old it's pike. a fish. Fish right. song. It's a fish song about wet pike. It's phenomenal. If you get a chance, you should listen to it. Yeah, it's, it's like. And that's who the president is. So this is the guy who wants yeah. to be president, is interviewed by this. Yep. Person, wet ass, I imagine, is the yep. A. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the P is yep. yeah. yep. what you think it is. It is what you think it is. <laughs> yeah. And they say it about 3,000 times and this in the is song. A guy, and the this whole is a... entire background of the song goes, there's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. The entire time. This is who he's wow. doing it with. Talk about yeah, girl just, power, man. No, but that's the whole point. Oh, come on. They're like, if men were saying, men say stuff like this all the time in rap songs, nobody even says anything. And we say it, and we're. Oh, do they? Like, oh, we're I trying, to, we're trying to take our sexuality and, like, a, well, we celebrate are... our sexuality and blah, 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 well, blah, blah. Why do you have to I'm say like, whore then? If you're going to. Because they're sexual... taking back the word. It's like the N word. Okay, like, well, you is... guys need to get over this because know, for I'm someone like, to have a wet ass pimple on their face, it's <laughs> not that big a deal. <laughs> You know, you're getting really carried away. I know, but that's crazy. That <laughs> I just she's envision the grossest <laughs> face a lot. For real. So, like I'm right sorry, in the honey. middle of the thing. I'm very sorry about that. Oh, oh thanks. Yeah, this is. Liar, liar. Yeah. Oh, God. Liar, liar. <laughs> Gross. Can you imagine, uh, let me say. I'm trying to think of Bush being interviewed by somebody from Insane NWA Clown Posse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Insane Clown Posse. There yeah, you go. NWA. Yeah, I, I've never understood. Well, once again, it's a personal thing. I hate hip hop and rap because there's no R and B anymore out there because that took its place. R and B was one of my favorite forms of music of all time. So it's a very personal thing. I love rhythm and blues, and this stuff is garbage. There's still R and B. Not a much. Well, Not the music much, industry though. likes well, yeah, rap but. because it's takes Anybody. nothing to produce. Right. Yep. You know, there's it's catchy. There's barely there's basically there's no instruments. There's no anything that goes into it. It's just a guy talking into a microphone. Yep. So the production <laughs> cost is basically zero. Yeah. You know, there's always That's a rapper true. out there cuz it requires basically no talent. So all you have to do is go find someone on the street and say, "Here you go, you're our next rapper." You'll get no <laughs> argument from me. We got to take a break cuz we're right back with Kostaki Economopolis right after this with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, 
whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. I don't know why, but on Mondays I feel like a Greek salad. Mm. Never heard that before, have you? What? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that. We were actually before. just discussing before we left uh, the controversy, as it were, over oh. their uh, Greek versus Turkish yogurt. Because the Turks oh. think they invented it, the Greeks think they invented it. Oh my God. Um, yeah, a little, a little bit of a rivalry there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, delicious Turkish yogurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the reason the reason I brought it up is because we have Chobani, and Cho- Chobani is actually a Turkish word, but they say Greek yogurt on it. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I learned that. It was pretty cool. There's like yeah, a city your... in Turkey that's called Choban, oh. and okay. yeah, it's pretty cool. That's the original uh, Packers-Vikings rivalry. Kind of rivalry <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Turks. Turks and Greeks. Yeah. Yes, it indeed. <laughs> and what's, the voice we know. What's happening, pal? Uh, just, How are you, Tom? I didn't know we only had a one-minute break there. I thought it was two minutes. Yeah, you left for a while. <laughs> I walked Way out of the room. Sure Way to look did. at the schedule. No, no, I, hey, I Way just... to have your finger on the pulse of something you've been doing for Give the guy a break. He's only been in radio for 800 years. <laughs> Hey, it's 900, if it's any of your business. Just tell you that flat out, sir. These radio rookies don't know the schedule. The radio rookies. (laughs) That would be me, ladies and gentlemen, the radio rookie Tommy. Absolutely true. So how you been, Pally? I'm good. It's hot. We're having a heat wave here in L.A. It's crazy hot. It's beautiful here. Is it? Yeah. It is. It's just gorgeous. Yeah. Take your regular temperature and add 20 degrees, and you're great. But yeah. we're hot. All right, we're 73 and sunny. Yeah, oh, that's perfect. so yes. beautiful today. Yeah. So nice. We had all them Yesterday storms. Yesterday was 93 <clears throat> here. Oh, no, that is hot for L.A. In a place where we only have one room with air conditioning, because you don't normally need air conditioning, and we've just been hiding in that room. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's the thing a lot of people don't know about Minnesota, is that it actually gets quite hot here in the summer. Yep. 100 degrees is not unheard of. No. Nope. Right. It's not very often. Though. Not we often, had, but We had it a happens. couple of weeks of really, really hot and humid, and yeah. now it's like perfect summer. In Minnesota, we get all of the temperatures. Get the full range. Every temperature have, you've ever we felt. We have the biggest it. temperature shift in the world. I don't doubt it. Is that right? Lucky mm-hmm. us. Well, it's yeah. also the it gets, coldest big city in the world, too. Yeah, it gets we got that as going. extremely that cold. It gets as cold as Antarctica, or colder. No, wait, yeah. that's a fascinating claim. Mm-hmm. The coldest big city. In the world. How do they define big city? Over 10 people. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm sure there's some cities in uh, Siberia that get a little colder. I'm thinking of Scandinavia, right? Siberia, right? I guess it's colder here than it is in any place in Sweden or Norway. Scandinavia doesn't get that cold because it's right next to the ocean. They get loads of snow. It gets really snow. Loads of snow. Yeah. Siberia, on the other hand, it's central Siberia. You're far from the ocean, but you're also as north as you're going to get. So, you know. 
But I don't think there's a whole lot of metro areas over there. In Siberia. Well, yeah. you'll like this one, Kostaki. I have a friend named Doug Dawson who lives in Toronto. Doug, how you doing? Yeah. He listens to this show. But what's great about him living in Toronto is, as I said, you know, you got to come up and play a golf tournament up in Minneapolis. And he goes, you know, I've never been that far north. <laughs> because it's a way far north. Than, yeah, yeah. yeah smart ass Canuck. That's all I have to say to you. <laughs> I like Toronto. It's like they're Chicago. It's very oh, it's great cultural. Well, and, you know yeah. that's bigger than Chicago now? Super friendly, is it? Yeah. Toronto is now city. bigger than Chicago. But I haven't been to Toronto in about 25 years. I bet been I wouldn't even recognize it. It's been a long time. Right. Same here. It's been a while. In my it. early comedy days, I used to go there a bunch, and I loved it. There's yeah, a smart really crowd cool. there. Mm-hmm. So Toronto, yeah, it's very well-educated town. That's true. <clears throat> yeah, I like it. And Canadians broadly are are nice. They're actually a little bit like... Uh, Minnesota. They are, yeah. They're open-minded and they're kind and they'll let you kind of go different directions. And also, like Minnesota, the one thing they don't like is jokes that sound mean to them. That sound mean? Yeah. Yeah, Those are my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) You were born in Wyoming. There's a little bit of a, now that's not nice, kind of response (laughs) to things that sound mean. Canadians and uh, Minnesota. Well, what about Don Rickles? He made a living out of it and I love the guy. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying you personally. I'm saying as a generalization about comedy audiences. My favorite, did I ever tell you my favorite Don Rickles re- reference on The Tonight Show? Please do. God, I love Don Rickles. I, I, had to, I actually made him cry once because I gave him a compliment and he started crying. Really? Yes. It was the sweetest thing I've ever seen. But in any case, he's on The Tonight Show doing Stump the Band out in the audience. Yeah. And I apologize to the listeners because I love telling this story, but... He's doing stump the band, and he goes, "Hey, let's let's talk to this guy." Guy stands up. This guy's about six four, six five, weighs about five hundred pounds. I mean, he is gigantic, right? <laughs> He's towering over him. He's just huge. He was about six five, about five hundred pounds. And he goes, "Okay, buddy, what's your name?" He goes, "My name's Tiny." He goes, "Tiny, huh? What's your wife? A waffle?" <laughs> <laughs> Just flatten her out every time. Oh, okay. <laughs> now that's, that's an right. ad lib only Don Rickles would have come up with. Yeah, that's right. I, I worked. I, I did Atlantic City once, and I was working the small comedy club. And down the hall in the big room was Rickles. And oh. when I went on stage, I berated everyone in the audience. I was like, "Rickles is right over there. What are you doing in here? <laughs> why, exactly. why? Why did you come to see me?" Love and they them. let us. Go, they let us run down and watch watch Rickles' show after we were done. Oh, did they? And uh, weirdly, totally randomly, the middle act was a buddy of mine, Dan Kaufman, who has a family connection to Rickles, and Rickles knew him a little bit. Really? And so, yeah, so we, we hung and met with him after and took some pictures, and he was great. He was, I couldn't believe how ridiculously sharp and funny he was. Oh, and, Amazing. And that he was not a kid. I mean, he was probably 80-something when I saw him. And he was really good. Really good comic. Oh, God, he was very, very funny. You know, I wanted to ask you this as well, Kostaki, and everybody in the room. Did you know now on, I think it's Netflix, I'm not certain of that, So, but it's Netflix or Hulu or one of those, whenever you watch Blazing Saddles, you have to sit through this two-minute dissertation yep. by a professor Telling you how... Telling you how to feel about it. How to feel about the movie. <laughs> These people are the bad guys, so you shouldn't think they're... 
You shouldn't. The, you shouldn't agree funny. with the things they say. These yeah. are the good guys. What? She, she does like a two-minute yeah. dissertation on how on what to think. They this actually movie is put all that about. in before the movie, so it's you don't think the wrong thing. Well, like we were talking with Joe, uh, Judy Gold two weeks ago. Yeah. About no, comedy. Last week. No, last, last week. Last week. Yeah. Comedy yeah. needs to be left alone. It really does. It does. Don't you think Kostaki comedy needs to be left alone? I guess. It's in fact that's traditionally one of the great things about stand-up. It's a, it doesn't have corporate sponsors. It yep. doesn't. It doesn't have the parameters that so many of the other, you know, crafts and arts have. So yes, it should be left alone, and you should be allowed to be a little inappropriate and not PC. That's the whole point of comedy. Yeah. I, I, of course, I agree. Yeah. Um, here, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let me let me just. I throw love this Judy out. Gold too, by the way. Oh, oh Judy Gold. So we love Judy Gold in this room. No doubt about the lover. One thing that I'd like to point out to all these people that want to make speeches before watching Blazing Saddles, basically Lenny Bruce gave up his life to advance comedy in America. He died very young of a drug overdose because he was harassed 24 hours a day. Tortured. He was. Killed. Right. Yep, it's true. Dragged off stage. That's right. Yep, so let's not forget that part, shall we? Yeah, that's right. Also, let's also not forget, if you listen to some of those albums, they don't really hold up. It's not very no, funny at no. all. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he does an entire 10-minute bit about pissing in the sink. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay. But he was absolutely a pioneer. He was, uh, yes, he was. And then you, you can't get to George Carlin without a Lenny Bruce. And Carlin was able true. to talk about some heavy stuff and be hilarious in a way that Lenny didn't quite get that far, in my opinion. But Did you know where Lenny Bruce and George Carlin met? Uh, New York Jazz Club? Nope, in the back of a squad car. Is that right? Yep, because Lenny Bruce was hauled off stage and George Carlin went after the cops, so they arrested him too and put him in the back of the squad car with Lenny Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. That's an iconic moment. Indeed, that was a big moment in comedy for the world, actually. (laughs) No kidding. That's wonderful. All we're doing is praising people like Kostaki Economopoulos and all they bring to the world. You see, Ah, that's all we ever do here. That's nice. All right, I'm 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 taking that segue. So last week we did uh, landmarks around the United States. Yes. And this week I returned with landmarks from around the world. Oh. Right? International landmarks, like the Colosseum in Rome. Mm Mm-hmm. Used for gladiatorial contests, animal hunts, executions. About 500,000 people died in the Coliseum Games. Man, uh, what? And that was just one soccer game. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great to be here. People say there's too much violence on television. I agree, but at least your kid isn't chanting for the head of a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might We've be. progressed at some level. Although yes. we are doing the thumbs up, thumbs down thing to determine if someone lives or dies. So. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that? I was going to say, what, where is this In happening? the streets. It's on social media. What? You yeah. get enough thumbs down, they come, they come for you. It's true. What? My goodness. My uh, goodness. The, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It leans a little to the left, so Sean Hannity refuses to go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is that a little to the left, by the way? It looks quite a bit to the yeah, left. Yeah, that's to quite me. a bit. You, you got a regular Tower of Pisa. Who cares? It's the imperfection that makes it interesting, yeah, right? 100% correct. See also Steve Buscemi, right? <laughs> That's yeah. real nice. It's a little crooked. Just a uh, little. The Parthenon. There's a full-scale replica of the Parthenon in Nashville. 
If there's one thing the ancient Greeks loved, it's country music. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Tennessee barbecue. Very big in ancient Greece. In the model in Nashville, the only difference is that the statue of Athena is playing a banjo. Here's a true story that my mom tells. When I was a little boy, we went to the... uh, we went to the Acropolis, and then at, afterwards we went to the Museum of the Acropolis that's right tangent nearby. And I got so excited, and my mom didn't understand why. And then when we got into the museum, I looked around and I said, where are all the dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And she just looks around at all these broken, dusty artifacts like, oh, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> No dinosaurs to be had in here. Where are the dinosaurs? Different kind of museum. Aww. Stonehenge, it's a matter of great debate, but nobody knows for sure what its purpose is or how it got there. Sort of like Kanye West on the ballot. You're Thank like, you. What? How does this, why would this? I've thrown up there, fun yeah, fact. Alex threw up at Stonehenge. Yep. So. You threw up at Stonehenge? That's I your threw, enduring memory? I threw up at Stonehenge and the baths and... You threw up all over the I place. Threw, I, th- I threw up, <laughs> up a lot of All yeah. the way through Europe. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Iceland. For some reason, every yeah. time you traveled for like 10 years, you A lot of barfing. I don't know Because why. it's like train. if I ever go on a bus, I throw up. If I ever go on Still? a train, I throw up. Oh. I can't even be the passenger in a car in the front seat without getting car sick now. I used to be really? Yeah, right. when yeah. I was young. Wow. It's horrible. Mine's gotten better. If Dan's like, yes. I'll drive, I'm like, do you want me to throw up? Absolutely not. <laughs> there you go. Huh. Well, this is your year. Just stay home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't have to go anywhere this don't year. Don't have to about getting car sick. This Bar is your free. least pukey year of your whole life. Yeah. Least pukey. <laughs> I like least yeah. pukey. Uh, the Eiffel Tower, over 200 million visitors since its opening in 1889. Oh. Uh, the most visited site in France, unless you count the Paris Hilton. Huh? Ah, Paris Hilton. Uh, Is that a sex joke? Uh, yeah, it's, it ama- could be. Could it's be. an amazing economy of design. If you melted it down, it would fill the square base that it stands in only to a depth of six centimeters. Wow. No way. What? Yeah. I don't believe And it, it would make the French very sad, so I say we do it. <laughs> yeah, make them sad. Let's do it. I didn't yeah, they, throw... ha- they hated that thing when it was built. Yeah. They, they thought did. it was ugly. Oh, yeah. They did not want to. It it's yeah. very industrial in a place where ornate and yeah. old style mm-hmm. was like, right. that was the norm of the yeah. time. Right, right. I didn't throw up there. Well... Statue of Liberty? Did you throw up the Statue of Liberty? That was Eiffel, I've too, I've never you know. been to the Statue of Liberty. I've sailed by it on a ferry, yeah, but I've right. never yeah. been When we there. came to America, we saw it to our right. That's yeah. exactly right. In 1888, when Andy came over. Uh, Notre Dame completed in 1345, oh. which I believe was the last time Notre Dame won a national championship. Yeah. Thank football. you. <laughs> Let me just tell you something. We won about a couple years ago with Lou Holtz. <laughs> That's very good. That's very inside, but I enjoyed that. That's very inside. Yeah, it is. It is not. Lou Holtz was the head coach of Notre Dame. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, he was. That was a young Lou Holtz that led that thirteen forty-five team. <laughs> yes, very. Yes, he was very young in thirteen forty-five. <laughs> uh, the Great Wall of China. Boy, I hope that never catches fire. They have no idea how to put those out. I have seen the Chinese fire drills. <laughs> oh, God. You are the worst human being ever. Run around. 
<laughs> this is one of the only places I could ask this question. Is that racist, or is that just a quirk of some... Where does that come oh, from? Oh, as soon as you said it, Heidi, as soon as you said it, her, yeah. the racist bell went off. Yeah, absolutely. But I was racist like, it's yeah, where though, did so okay. Chinese fire drill even It doesn't come? seem racist. It just seems random. Yeah. yeah. I, I just think that I, there could be a case made for it. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure now it is racist. But. Yeah, I believe it comes now. from the early 1900s aboard a British ship. So, yes, it is racist. The Chinese crew, Ooh. there was a fire drill, and they didn't do very good. Oh, so well. it was the Chinese fire drill? So oh, so it was, like a, it was like a dig about a failure? It was a dig about Chinese people not being organized enough to, to go, do a fire Kostaki. drill. Way to go, Kostaki. So it is racist. So it is racist. There you go. <laughs> Terrible news. Confirmed. Well, if they racist. sucked at it, well. Well, I mean, <laughs> considering, you know, this was, you know, the World War era, so they had, they had a bunch of other stuff. Like a Chinese ace was a pilot who wasn't very good. Oh, that's real yeah. nice. Everything so except is Chinese. Oh, okay. Yeah. So these were the these were like ethnic enemies of the war, and so it became yep. like a disparaging yes. thing. Yeah. 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 All right, that makes sense, I guess. Oh God, any any uh, epithet you know for an Asian person probably came from World War II. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Well, yeah, it does make sense. It's just how it is. Yep. Especially about the old about the Japanese. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, why? Yeah, why? <laughs> why they do that? They weren't a big fan of anime. Yeah. Yes, they didn't like anime. That's why exactly why they attacked the Japanese. They saw Naruto and Kung they were like, Kung Fu scared yuck. them. Uh, the Netherlands, no major landmarks there. Uh, just goes to show if you consume enough weed and Heineken, you don't really build a lot of stuff. It's fine. <clears throat> no uh, problem. The Netherlands does have that boy with his finger in the dike, but that's in the red light district. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew. Really? I know. I knew. As soon as he said finger in, I was like, this is going to be a red light district. I'd like to be the country that's known for your red light district and nothing else. Yeah. And a finger in a dike. And, a dike. Yeah. and finally, the Taj Mahal, built by the emperor of India mm-hmm. as a monument to his wife, with whom he had 14 children. Yeah. Well. If you want to build a monument to a woman who birthed 14 kids, maybe go with a water slide. Right? That's a little more of a... (laughs) Yeah, that's had enough of you, Buster. (laughs) What have you been doing? Easy access. That was phenomenal. Oh, my God. Kostaki, it's why every Monday I get happy just knowing you're going to be on because Catherine just goes, oh, for Christ's sake. It's the greatest you got to have at least one of those. Well, at least one. If you don't have one, Catherine Winter in the second. Yeah. yeah. This, yeah. Is a, this is a good three Winter. Yeah, there's a, there are a few in here. That's fair. It's a three Wincing Monday. <laughs> All right. How do you say goodbye forever in Greek? Uh, sayonara? Yes, that's it. I knew uh-huh. something like that. Domo origato. Domo origato. And farewell. Kostaki. All right. Always a pleasure, kids. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. Kostaki Economopolis, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to do it. Talk to you tomorrow with the family.